bump, the horn starts going off. And it's not... And it's not so bad right at the beginning because I'll pull up to a stop sign, put on the brake, and it'll go do-do-do-do-do-do-do. But then the longer I drive it, like later in the day, all I have to do is I touch the brake, and it's like I'm laying on the horn, and people are just crazed. Of course, they think I'm honking at them. And they say, who is this idiot driving this sports car that wants me to get out of the way? Aren't I going fast enough? Exactly. I mean, you can imagine the kind of reaction I get. As a matter of fact, recently, I've not been putting the top down because I'm afraid that somebody might hurl something at me. Exactly. (laughs) So, of course, I want to know about the operating problem, but I also want to know the etiquette part of this. How do I let people know that I'm not honking at them? No, Uh, there's no way. Yeah, there's there's no way out of that. Yeah, the only way out of it is to get it fixed. (laughs) (laughs) And it it could be something as simple as the horn pad, you know. I mean, this is a brand new car. No, it's a 99. Well, for Tommy, it's a brand new car. Brand new, yes, Tommy doesn't buy them until they're 25 years old, but it's, 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 not, it's certainly not that old, and it, it is certainly something that should be easily fixed. I mean, either you've got a, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, worn out or weak contacts on the horn pad, you know, so that thing that you press on to make the horn blow, the contacts Flopping. are just, uh, uh, fl- exactly, they're floppy, you know, and it may be, so you have to take it someplace where they will remove the horn pad. And then drive the car and see if that still happens. If, in fact, that, that is the problem, then the problem will have it's gone fixable. away. But huh. if the problem is further down in the, in the, uh, in the wiring, uh, and it could be, you know, below the dash where the steering column is, that you could have a, a, uh, a wire that's bare and shorting out against the steering column. So maybe the easier thing to do would be to take it someplace and have them grab a hold of all those wiring harnesses under the dash and see if they can jiggle them and push them and do whatever and make the horn blow. They'll mm. figure it out in no time. But I think what's happening is when you step on the brake and you cause the car to slow, that you're changing some kind of geometry or you're just imposing enough force on those uh, worn-out horn contacts that you're getting the horn to go beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah, drive that, you it must, it, How long has this been going on? Well, it's only been going on about a week, but it's been getting bad. You better fix this before somebody punches your lights out. (laughs) You're going to get into a fist fight with somebody. That's exactly what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Are you the only one who drives this car? Yes, I am. Yeah. Well, Well, be careful. Yeah. (laughs) Carry your mace with you. I have always had some sort of issue electrically with this car, and it used to be I'd go over a bump and the windows would go halfway down and get stuck. Uh, so I don't know if that's related. It probably but, is. But they, but they fixed that. Oh yes, twice. Twice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, maybe they wired the windows to the horn. You never, you never know. But get it into your shop, and I'm sure they'll be able to figure this out without too much trouble. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Thanks for your call, Good Barbara. Good luck, Barbara. See, see you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Eight 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 Car Talk. That's eight 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 two two seven eight two five five. Hello, you're on Car Talk. Hey, guys, this is James from Ada, Oklahoma. Hey, James from Ada, huh? Yeah, a little town in southeast Oklahoma, about an hour from the interstate in any direction. In any, any, in any direction. direction. Oh, <laughs> any that's direction. good. That's right. <laughs> what's, what's, what's going on, James? Well, I drive 75 miles each way to work in the morning uh, down little state highways where I dodge oil-filled trucks and Amish buggies. It's very picturesque, but very... 
Very small, two-lane little roads. Great treacherous. So you drive 75 miles to get to work? I do. I'm in the military, and they moved my job, but I didn't want to move my family, so right. uh, I make the drive every day. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, okay. Anyway, go ahead. Well, my car that I drive on this uh, adventure every day is a 94 Toyota Camry, and this thing is a heap. I mean, it's got 173,000 miles on it. The engine runs, that's about the only thing that works on this thing. The windows don't work, the radio's out, the dash lights are gone out. I mean, my wife doesn't even let me put the kids in it. So it's... No, Tommy knows all about that. I know all about it. <laughs> the problem is, for about the last four weeks, uh, when I put it in drive or reverse, when I shift from park, I hear a very loud, very solid-sounding chunk or chalk. I don't like it. And I don't like it either. <laughs> it comes from the front right wheel area, and it happens every single time that I do it. Uh, and I've just noticed that over the past week or so, that now when I'm idling along at about 10 or 15 miles an hour, if I just give it a little bit of gas, I can replicate the sound as well. So it's happening without shifting in gears. Mm. I, I don't want to spend a penny on this car. I'm already way over what it's worth on repairs <laughs> already. And I am leaving overseas in the spring. So I just.